So, 50. What happens beyond 50 episodes? The short answer to that is, I don't know. (laughs) Just continue doing um, what I'm doing. Like I say, it's one episode a week. That's, That's the commitment I've made to myself. And I wanted to really hit home with that for you, because I think sometimes you can think that you need to have this whole huge grand plan before you get started on something. You need to know exactly where you're going to go and exactly how you're going to get there, the steps you're going to take to get there. And again, what I'm sharing with you in in this episode is the fact that you don't. You're listening to The Circle C Project. Welcome to The Triple C Project, the podcast that helps you gain clarity, boost confidence, build courage, so you can live life lit. I'm your host, Ryan Spence, the big law dropout, life coach, author, speaker, lover of hoodies, hip-hop, and big, hairy, audacious goals. If you're tired of living the life you think you should want, and ready to start living the life you do want, this podcast will help you get from where you are to where you really want to be. So now with friends, I invite you to grab a drink, take a seat, and allow me to guide you towards living a life that's lit. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 50 of the Triple C Project. And I'm going to take a moment here and just to do what I always encourage you to do. And I'm not always great at doing it myself, and that's to celebrate a win, to celebrate hitting 50 episodes of this podcast. And I'm going to use this week's episode just to riff a little bit on that and just to talk about the process, bringing it back, um, the challenges, the obstacles, what's been great, what's not so great, how things are evolving. Because really this podcast has been built in real time. When I decided to bring the podcast back, there was no grand plan. Um, at all, really. Um, I just knew that I enjoyed having a podcast before, the Yoga Den podcast. I knew that I had become more comfortable with using my voice as opposed to just writing captions on social media. And I knew that I had a lot to share having written the book and seen how the book, The Triple C Method, had been received. And I wanted to be able to expand a little bit on those issues in a way that I couldn't with a book because the book was written, right? Um, And the thing about a book is you write it at a moment in time and everything in the book stands true. And some of it is a historical account and it's kind of taken up to the point at which I finished the book. But as I continue to grow, as I continue to work with more people, those ideas will continue to evolve and expand and new ideas will grow out of those original ideas. And that's why I wanted to do the podcast. But there was one question that I had for myself when I started this, because and you may have heard if you listened to the earlier episodes that when I had the Yoga Den podcast, which I loved, there was very much a point that it was getting to me trying to do everything and trying to almost emulate what other already successful podcasters were doing. And it was only just me and it wasn't my main gig. 
And so trying to do everything in terms of the marketing and the editing and the show notes and get this looking this way and that looking that way, it, it was actually um, getting me close to, uh, to sort of burnout. And I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want to get to a stage where I just was doing it for the sake of doing it. I didn't love it anymore. That's why I ended up taking such a long break. So when I came back with the Triple C project, the main criteria for me, the one question that I had to keep asking myself as I continued to put the episodes out was, was this, how can I make this fun? How can I make this fun? And also the other question was, how can I make this easy? And I mean easy in the sense that it was easeful, not that it's just easy to put a podcast out because it isn't really. I mean, there's stuff to do. And, um, but if you want it in a particular way, there's, there's things there's, you've got to put in work, but I wanted it to be easeful. I never wanted it to feel like a burden, like, oh my God, I've got to put an episode out this week. I never wanted it to get to that point. And my promise to myself was that if it ever got to that point, then I just wouldn't do it anymore. Because this podcast is, yes, a creative endeavor for myself, but it's also an extension of the work that I do as a coach. It's an extension of the work that is included in the book, The Triple C Method. So it's supposed to help you live life lit. It's supposed to help you build clarity, confidence, and courage. It's supposed to give you ideas. It's supposed to reframe your thinking to get you to see what's possible for you, that you can create and design the life you want to live. And I can only do that if it's coming from a place of good energy. Because if my energy is off, that's going to come across to you and you ain't going to listen because you won't believe that what I'm saying is true. Because if I'm talking to you about living a life that's lit and I'm doing something purely out of obligation, you're going to be able to feel that and it's not going to feel authentic. It's not going to feel congruent. So this is a question which you can ask yourself when you're looking to do not even something new. Maybe it's what you're doing already. How, how can I make this fun and how can I make this easy? And there may not be the perfect answer, but if you look at situations that you've got going on, sometimes it can just be a case of changing your mindset and the way that you approach them. So you have a job that you hate, and I'm not talking about toxic environments that are really just awful and you need to get out of there as quickly as possible. But I'm just talking about something that you don't like. Maybe it's the work itself. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's your colleagues. Maybe it's just the building that you work in. And it's really getting to you. If you ask yourself the question, okay, how how can I approach this differently? How can I make this fun? How can I make this easy? And it may just be a shift in how you look at what it is that you're doing. It may be a case of, by going to do this job, it's giving me the money to invest in the thing that I really love, whether it's a hobby, whether it's holidays, or it may be that by doing this job, it's allowing me to live in the type of house that I want or in the type of area that I want. And it's, this isn't to say that therefore everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's not. But there are some situations where you know you're going to need to be in it for a period of time. It isn't possible for you, for whatever reason, to just jump ship at that moment. So shifting your mindset and asking yourself questions like, how can this be fun? How can I make this easy? is going to help you get into a mindset where it just sucks your soul that little bit less and it allows you to see the bigger picture of what you're doing. Because sometimes you do have to go backwards or go sideways in order to move forwards. And that's okay. 
It all comes down to the intention that you're doing it in. Okay, slight sidebar there, um, but back to back to the podcast. So yeah, how can it be easy? How can it be fun? They were the main criteria. And so therefore, the first thing that I decided was that I'm not going to put any expectations on it. No expectations of download numbers of listeners, no expectations as to how long it will run for. All I'm going to do is put out one episode a week. That's it. One episode a week. That's all I had to work towards. Have an idea, record an episode, put it out. And that's kind of how it started. So there was no real vision of reaching 50 episodes and this is what I'm going to do for the 50th episode. There was no year long plan of what each episode was going to be about and how one episode would build upon the other and upon the other and upon the other. There were none of the things that if I was to go and work with a, I don't know, a podcast producing company or something like that, that they would kind of say, well, you need to have this strategy and do all of that. There was none of that because I just wanted to keep it easy. And so the next thing in the spirit of keeping it easy was not having any guests. I loved having guests on the Yoga Den podcast. I love long form interviews. I loved really getting to know people, get into their stories and hear the wisdom that they had to share. And I hope that that came across if you go back and listen to the interviews that I did. You know, I mean, 90 minute interviews at times, which could have gone on a lot longer. Um, and I just really loved what I got out of them. And I really loved the value and the wisdom that the guests shared with the, the listeners. But the thing about having guests is that it takes some coordination, right? You've got to, you've got to find times when you can mutually meet, which is difficult if you're in different time zones. Um, me as the host, I need to sort of come and have just not necessarily my questions written out, but I need to have an idea of what I want to talk to that guest about, do my research, you know, because I want to make it good for the guest and I want to make it good for you, the listener. So there's more that goes into that. And so the question of how can I make it fun? How can I make it easy? I can make it fun and easy having guests, but at the very beginning of the relaunch of this show, that wasn't the best way of doing that. So the best way to do that was to just do episodes by myself. And that was easy because basically I have, I have my whole setup here in my office and I don't even have a set schedule as to when I record. It's like, I can have an idea. I can go turn on the mic, turn on the laptop and I record. And it, that is it. That's, that's basically the process. You can't get much simpler than that. I mean, the simplest way to do it would be just to pick up and record on my phone, but then that quality wouldn't be that great. So that's one of the reasons why there haven't been any guests for these 50 episodes, because it's easier and it's more fun for me to just have that ease of just getting up and recording when I have the idea or when I've got the plan down without having to kind of coordinate and research and do the additional work that comes with having a guest on the show. But I'd love to have guests on the show. And I've, I've, I've alluded to it a few times and that will happen. Um, but that's the process getting to 50 episodes um, is to just keep it easy, keep it light uh, and just get up and record when I want to record it still keeping to my promise to myself, one episode a week, just one episode a week. But recording by myself, um, it wasn't necessarily the uh, plain sailing. Um, and by that, I mean, I didn't think that, yeah, I really shit, I can just go ahead and record a week, that'd be great. 
it was a bit of a challenge to myself as well. Um, and it was a challenge to myself because I wanted to see, well, do I have something to talk about every week? Something that people actually want to listen to, something that's actually helpful. Because when you have a guest, you're riffing off the guest and the guest will bring their energy and you, you, you kind of go back and forth, you know, when you have a conversation. But when it's just you, you've got to carry the show, then you kind of need to know what you're talking about. Even when you're sort of talking off the cuff sometimes as I do, I still have a particular topic, issue, subject that I want to talk about. And I still have to talk about it in a way that makes sense to you, the listener, uh, and at least gives you something to take away. It's not just the, the rambling thoughts of a madman, right? And so this has been really a process for me to get really comfortable just doing that, just turning on the mic and talking and really getting clear on my ideas. What is, what's my point? What are my points of view? What thoughts do I have? How do I see things? And how might that be differently from how other people in the space see things, other people in the world see things? And just get comfortable with just sharing those opinions. And you, the listener, have seen this over the 50 episodes. Um, as I say, this has been very much building this podcast in public, figuring it out tweaking things, doing things this way, and then thinking, I don't want to do it that way again, moving it that way, you know, even just playing around with the technical aspects of it a little bit, although I tend not to do too much. That's not really my field. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is good. You can hear me. That's fine. But I wanted to share all of this with you to show you that this is how things happen by getting up and just doing them, just having an idea and rolling with it. You don't have to have it all figured out. There is no grand plan for the podcast. There was no grand plan of how to get to 50 episodes. There was no grand plan of how to get this many downloads or this many listeners or this many followers on social media. There's none of that. I very much, how can I keep it easy? How can I make this fun? And it is fun and it is easeful because this is kind of what I do. I get up and I talk. So how can you do that in your life? Going back to what I said before, how can you make things easeful? How can you make things fun? Because if they're not fun and they're not useful, you're not going to do them. Yes, we have to do things that we don't particularly enjoy at times to get to where we want to get to. But there is still some fun in that, even if it's not in that actual process itself, in where that's actually going to take you. You can see that vision. So there has to be that thread. And if there isn't, then maybe you want to think about doing or trying something else. So 50 what happens beyond 50 episodes? The short answer to that is, I don't know. (laughs) Just continue doing um, what I'm doing. Like I say, it's one episode a week. That's, That's the commitment I've made to myself. And I wanted to really hit home with that for you, because I think sometimes you can think that you need to have this whole huge grand plan before you get started on something. You need to know exactly where you're going to go and exactly how you're going to get there, the steps you're going to take to get there. And again, what I'm sharing with you in in this episode is the fact that you don't really, because if I'd sat around for a year and thought, okay, well, I want to bring this podcast back. Let me sit around for a year and try and carve out a perfect plan as to how I want it to be and what the strategy is and what guests I'm going to have and when I'm going to have guests and what episode 59 is going to be about and episode 203, you know, that we'd be here today and there would be no podcast. I wouldn't have got the, the information, the data. I wouldn't have had the experience of all that I've done in the last 
50 episodes. I would just still be sitting here theorizing in my head. And it probably would have been another six months or so before I'd actually start. Because when you sit down and start theorizing, that can sometimes elicit all of these other things that you hadn't thought about, which can then just provoke more fear within you, which can then hold you back further and can then get you running around in circles, trying to solve out these imaginary problems that may occur further down the line. But you don't know if they'll occur until you start. And actually, if you start and those problems arise, you're then looking at that problem from a place of a little bit more experience because you've actually done the damn thing. So just starting with that kernel of an idea is sometimes the best way. And to not necessarily feel you have to look past that first step and have it all figured out, but just look at the next step in front of you. One episode a week. That was my commitment to myself. And I kept that commitment like I would keep that commitment to anybody else. Like when I was in big law and there was a meeting in my diary and I had to go, you know, but this is a commitment that I've made myself that I choose to keep. And I treat it as such. I get an episode out. That is it. And it was fantastic doing, as I spoke in uh, last week's episode, Podcast Power Day and having a batch of episodes ready to go. That was really cool. But it's still that same mentality of committing to having one episode out a week. And I may change that commitment to myself in the future. Who knows? But at the moment, that's the commitment that I'm comfortable with. And that's the commitment that I'm rolling with. So what can you commit to? What commitment can you make to yourself to do the thing that it is that you want to do, to get from where it is to where you want to get to? What's the one commitment? No matter how small, no matter how insignificant you think it is, any step that you take is going to move you forward. We always think that we need to have these big, gigantic, grand, elaborate plans or steps or anything. But the effect of the matter is, is that if we just sat around planning, we're not moving. And so actually, if you're taking a tiny step every day for a month, that's getting you much, much further than it is taking a couple of gigantic steps every couple of weeks. So what can you commit to yourself to get you to where it is that you want to get to or to do the thing that it is that you want to do? Okay, so... I don't really have much else to say. As I said, this was literally a idea pinged into my head. I realized it was episode 50 and I thought, actually, let's, let's just, let's just mark that. Let's just kick some ideas around because as I say, this is building in public. This is a process that's been created and you, by listening, have seen it. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of it. And I hope that by sharing some of my thoughts and, and ideas and what's been going on for me as we started from zero and got to 50, I'm hoping that that's starting some cogs whirring in your head about the thing that you want to do and thinking, okay, well, yeah, just build in public. Just, just get started, start messy, start scrappy and figure it out as you get along the way. Because that's the only way that you're going to get things done. You know, Five years I spent in big law being miserable and unhappy and, and, and kind of not feeling I could do anything else. If I'd actually started in the first few years, just taking a few steps forward, just testing the water, just looking at what other opportunities were available and what else I could do, then who knows where I would be now. But I started when I started and I'm, I am where I am and, and, and that's okay. But I don't want you to go through five years or longer, um, like I did. I want you to get started now. 
whatever it is you want to do, wherever it is you want to go, to get started now. Get that clarity and get moving. Because only in moving can you get anywhere. Sitting around and theorizing won't get it done. You know, you can have all the elaborate plans and project management Trello and Asana boards and um, diagrams on the wall and all of that, all that stuff. You can have all the conversations, read all the books, watch all the YouTube videos, but nothing's going to happen unless you move forward, unless you just get started and accept the fact you're going to look back and think, oh, that was a bit cringy. I wish I hadn't done that at the time, but you'd have done it. You'd have moved past it. And that's the whole point. Somebody once said, and I'm not sure where the quote's from, um, but if you don't look, if you don't look back at what you've done before with a little bit of uh, a little bit of cringe, a little bit of horror, a little bit of what the hell was I thinking, then you weren't trying hard enough. Um, and I think that that's true. I think there's an element of truth in that, particularly in um, in creative pursuits, but in anything. Even as a lawyer, when I was, when as the most senior I got, and occasionally a deal that you'd worked on years before would kind of come back, or you'd just be looking through precedence or something, and you'd just cringe, like, oh, there's a typo there, or I wouldn't have phrased that this way these days, or that wasn't necessarily the, the, the best way I could have said that. But I had to, you have to do that to kind of get to where you were. Uh, and this is kind of, and I'm going to keep reiterating this. I'm sure I've said it before on, on the podcast and I'll probably keep saying it again, going to the future, because it is so true. You've got to allow yourself to accept that you will fail. But look at it this way. If where you are isn't where you want to be, isn't it worth a few failures, a little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of Ugh, what the hell did I do there? If that is going to move you forward and get you away from that, from where you are to, and get you closer to where it is that you want to be. I don't know about you, but I definitely think so. So what do I want to leave you with on this episode? I guess I would like to leave you with these two questions. When you are ready or when you have an idea, not even when you're ready, when you have an idea for something that you want to do, well, first of all, I want you to commit to yourself. I want you to commit to yourself. As I said in the DID framework, I want you to decide that you're going to do it and commit, make that commitment. And then I want you to ask yourself, how can I make this fun? How can you make this fun? You know, yes, something new is going to record, involve some hard slog. It's going to record a lot of not knowing what you're doing. It's going to include a lot of pulling your hair out. But how can you make this fun? How can you look at it in a fun way? How can you rewire your mind, shift your mindset so that it isn't just a slog? It is fun because you're doing this thing because you want to, right? Because it's something that you want to do, you want to achieve. It's a place you want to get to. So how can you make it fun instead of trying to do everything and spinning yourself out? Then ask yourself, how can I make this easy? Okay, what's the simplest way you can make this happen? You don't necessarily need to do all the things. With this podcast, yes, you know, I mean, I'm doing the podcast. I could have said I need to do a YouTube video alongside it as well and have video. And then I need to snip, snap that video up, cut that video up. I need to post them on all the social media platforms. Uh, and I need to do this marketing and that promo and all of, the, all of the things. But you don't. Not for what I want. Not at this stage. Because I want to make it easy. Because that way I know I'm going to do it and I'm going to be able to make the, keep the commitment to myself. And as things progress, maybe some of those other things will start to kind of be become part of this whole production. But for now, how can I make it easy is just, it's me. So it's making it easy. It's just having a mic um, that I can turn on and record into whenever I want and put out a podcast. So what's easy for you? 
what it is that you want to do. So commit to yourself. How can you make it fun? How can you make it easy? And just start, just commit to the steps, commit to taking a step. Maybe it's a step every day. Maybe it's just one step every week, but commit to taking regular steps, regular action to make the thing happen, to get to where it is that you want to go. Because in that, you'll be surprised how long it takes you to get to your 50 episodes, whatever that means for you. So that's it for me this week. Um, Thank you for listening. I'm really, I'm really happy to get to 50 episodes, actually. Um, you know, I mean, a couple, couple more episodes, 52, that'll be a year, a year of me talking um, once a week into a microphone um, and, uh, and, and sharing all the good shit. So uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm really pleased with myself. I'm going to take this moment to celebrate myself because I don't do that enough. I hope you celebrate yourself, especially if you've been on this ride for a year. I hope that within that year, you've got started on whatever it is that, that you wanted to change in, in your life. And I hope that you take this moment to just celebrate yourself as to how far you've come on your own journey. And I look forward to having you stick around for whatever the next 50 episodes bring, because I don't know what they're going to bring. Uh, I'm continuously growing and evolving. Um, and uh, as I say, I'll talk about more of that um, in the coming weeks, particularly with the certification that I'm doing, the more clients that I'm coaching uh, and the sort of deeper inner work I'm doing on myself. There's uh, there's so much going on and uh, I'm excited to just kind of share things with you, which won't necessarily always be in a perfectly formed way, but there'll be what's going on at the time. Again, very much in the vein of this building in public, sharing what's going on almost in real time um, in the hope that it inspires you to um, keep moving forward to what it is that you want to changing your own life. Okay, I'm going to go now because I say this is a a, a riff and I could just keep talking here. And if we were sat in a bar together, um, I'm sure this would be one of those conversations that gets deep and philosophical straight and deep into the night. Um, But for now, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for episode 50. I hope you're here for episode 100. Um, Although, as I say, I'm not even looking to that yet. I'm just, it'd be great to get to 100, but sticking to my commitment to myself, one episode a week. That's my commitment. If I can do that, that's all good. Okay, go ahead. Have a great day, a great week. uh, And enhance your life. Change it. Make it what it is that you want to be. And stop living a life of lethargy and start living life. Thanks for tuning in. But before you go, the weight of limiting beliefs is heavy. It literally weighs you down and keeps you stuck in that life of lethargy. I know. It's why I stayed in big law for so long. And it's why so many of my clients don't believe they can do the things that they want to do. But what causes those limiting beliefs? It's a lack of confidence. Lack of confidence in the belief that you can do the things that you want to do. And I've got something for that. It's my confidence journal. It's six journal prompts that I created that I've used to help me get from where I am to where I want to be to help to give me the belief to do the things that seem outside of my control, outside of what I can do. If this sounds like you, you need to get your hands on the journal. Best thing about it, it's free. All you have to do is head to IamRyanSpence.com, hit the button for Confidence Journal and get your copy today. 
It's going to help you start to reframe your thoughts and get you thinking about what you can do instead of focusing on what you can't do. And shed that load of limiting beliefs that you don't need to be carrying. See you again next week. And until that time, stop living a life of lethargy and start living life lit.